Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. I pray for you today, according to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 15, that you will experience favor from everyone in authority in your life in the name of Jesus. Any decision that will be taken over your life by a king or anyone in authority will be in your favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, typically, most Christians and even non-Christians, when they want to name their children, they will typically name them after Bible characters. However, have you ever thought about the fact that there are three names that are generally agreed by an unspoken term? These names are cursed. It's not like anyone gathered together and said, okay, you know what? These names are cursed and therefore we're never going to name our children these names. However, by an unseen force, those three names are actually um, abhorred by many people. Nobody would actually get up and name their children or their friends or their businesses or whatever associated with them by those names. The names are number one, Cain, number two, Esau, number three, Judas. Now, the thing about these three men is they were people who had good standing before God at first. Cain, for instance, was the first child of Adam and Eve. So the position of the firstborn is already a favored position. If we take a look at Esau, he was also the firstborn. That is a favored position. If we take a look at Judas, of all the people on planet Earth, God chose 12 men. And of the 12 men who were closest to Jesus, Judas was one of the 12 men, one of the most prominent men in the ministry of Jesus. However, these three people ended badly to the extent that their names are so cursed that no one would name his child Cain or Esau or Judas. And if you look at the common denominator of all these three men, you will notice something about them. These men practiced cheap Christianity. Though they had good standing with God, though they had everything to their advantage, they practiced cheap Christianity. I know they were not Christians at the time, but I'm just using that term because that's what we can relate to it. You know, they practice what is called cheap Christianity. What is cheap Christianity? It is when you are a Christian, when you a child of God but you sell yourself short you sell yourself very cheaply you give up on godliness you give up on righteousness you give up on your work with God for something very cheap now please note when I say you give up on your work with God that doesn't mean you stop going to church that doesn't mean you stop reading your Bible what it just simply means is that whenever there's temptation you just immediately follow the path of the temptation rather than sticking to your right as a child of God you sell to the devil very very cheaply you are so cheap to capture if we take a look at the life of Esau how did he sell himself short now Esau was supposed to get the bet right he's supposed to be the one that will collect the grace upon his grandfather Abraham upon his father Isaac and he's supposed to come on his table Esau but because he was hungry one day he told his brother you know what what is the bet right to me seeing that I go hungry and that's how a lot of people are they're saying what is Christianity to me since I need money and so I need to falsify figures I need to lie I need to cheat I need to do this I need to do that so you may not verbalize it but really what you are 
are saying in essence is what is Christianity to me? Christianity is not a big deal. So I can decide to disobey God. The reason we disobey God all the time is because we've not seen the value of what we have with God. And so we sell ourselves cheap exactly like Esau just because he was hungry. How about if he had just waited one hour so that his mom would make him a meal? And the Bible didn't tell us that, you know, when he came home, he went to ask his mom for a meal and mom said, I'm not making. He just came home and immediately saw that his brother already had the meal. Just a small patience required for him to say, okay, since you're not giving me, let me go to my mom and ask for, for food. And even if the mom was not back, he would have at least been able to make something for himself to eat. There are other ways, there are a million other ways that Esau could have had something to eat. But why he didn't think of those options is because because he didn't value the betrayed at all. So at the slightest pressure, he gave up. Look at Judas. It was money. You know, the pride of life. He wanted money and so he sold Jesus. And at the end of the day, these men who were supposed to have a right standing with God, they all ended badly. The Bible tells us, Concerning Cain in Genesis chapter 4 verse 10, he said, The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened his mouth to receive your brother's blood. So this is how Cain ended. A man cursed by God. The curse rested upon him because of cheap Christianity. He sold himself cheap because he didn't value his work with God. He didn't value the advice of God. Before he killed Abel, God told him, he said, Listen, Sin is at your door. But he ignored the command of God in the scripture. He ignored God and did what he wanted to do. A bit like a lot of us. We know what God has said. It is very clear to us what God has said. But we deliberately disobey God. We are functioning like Cain. And God put the story of Cain in the Bible as a warning so that we don't tow that path. If you already have a walk with God, guard it with everything you have because it is the most precious thing that you have. There is nothing you can use to compare with your walk with God. The Bible tells us, what will it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So your work with God, your spiritual life is the most precious thing. If they put your spiritual life on one side and all the wealth in this world on another side, the Bible says your soul, your work with God is much, 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 much more valuable than whatever it is you think you're going to gain in life. If you look at Esau, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 16, he says, see that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau. Imagine they are advising everybody stay away from Esau. Don't be like Esau. Esau is a bad example. Can you imagine being used as a bad example? Meanwhile, it was supposed to be you that would inherit the birthright. So today would have been the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Esau. But we call him the God of Jacob today. Why? Because Esau practiced cheap Christianity. He sold himself short for just a mere muscle of food. So for Esau, it was food. But what are you selling yourself cheap for? What is that thing that you're constantly living and disobeying God? You are functioning exactly like Esau unless you're a child of obedience to the word of God. Let's take a look at Judas. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 1 verse 20 how Judas ended. He says, for Peter said, it is written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it and may another take his place of leadership. So Judas lost his place of leadership. Why? 
because he practiced cheap Christianity. He sold his relationship with the Lord for 30 pieces of silver. What are you selling because of your work with God? Many of us will not go to work. We won't go to church because we have a business commitment. But we can never ignore a business commitment because of God. But we ignore God's own because of business. Many times when it rains, people will say, oh, you know what? I can't go to church or I can't go and serve God in this way or I can't do this in this other way. We are very quick to ignore the things of God. But when it concerns our business or our careers or our family, we're very eager to do those things. It is because we're functioning like Judas. We sell ourselves short. We give up on our relationship with God. We give up on Jesus Christ because we want to gain something in the physical or something in the natural. I say again, if you have a walk with God, you have something very valuable. You have something that people in hell are wishing that they would have. You have something that unbelievers are even looking at and say, why do these Christians have so much peace? Why do they have so much joy? And then you sell it for something that is not even valuable. Today, pay attention to your work with God. Do everything to increase your commitment to the Lord. Nothing else you can ever have can compare to your vibrant relationship with the Lord. So if you have not a vibrant work with God, can you go back to God and say, Lord, I used to have a vibrant work with you, but something has gone wrong with my relationship with you. And Lord, I want a revival. I want you to touch me again. Can we start afresh? I want fresh oil on my life. That's what you need to do so that you don't end up like Jude that's Esau or Cain who had a good work with God at the beginning but their names became cursed at the end of the day because they sold themselves cheap to the powers of darkness. God bless you. Enjoy your day. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram all on the handle Oyik's Alfred.
Come and make my heart your home.